The opinions expressed in this podcast do not reflect those of Olive Garden or its parent company, Darden Restaurants. At Olive Garden, sauce is the soul. It's what takes you on a tour of Italy. That's why we make our sauces from scratch every day. Hey, everybody, it's The Rewind, presented by Olive Garden for the month of February 2023. I'm Paul. That's Nathan. Ayo. Uh, sorry that we're a week late. We had said last episode that uh, the CEO of Olive Garden, Mr. Darden, was going to be joining us on this episode. And, you know, things just keep coming up there in the uh, Olive Garden world. And uh, he, he, he was asking us to delay, you know, and he was saying, hey, guys, just give me one more week and, I'm, and I swear I'm going to be there. And sadly, uh, it, it, it didn't didn't happen. So, uh, you know, he, I don't know if you can see this. Well, I'm just going to hold this up here. It's just like a giant. That's a big basket. And that's a lot of breadsticks. It's like an apology basket of breadsticks. Now, it's not never ending because obviously there is a bottom to this basket, but it's quite a bit. Why? Oh. Why don't I have one? You didn't get a. No. You didn't get a big apology basket of never ending breadsticks? I didn't get anything. No, I, I like breadsticks too. Like they're delicious. I absolutely, honestly, I can't even make my own breadsticks. So oh. I rely on the Olive Garden to make breadsticks for me. Yeah. And you have some and I don't. And I'm, I'm disappointed. Yeah. That's, you know, that's sort of surprising. I would have assumed that I would have gotten, here, let me put this down. I, I, you would have gotten one too, but I, well, you know what? I'll have to talk to our handler and figure out what's going on there. Boy, I got Parmesan all over my desk here now. Would you share some of them with me? Yeah, I, I just feel like let's just wait for yours to arrive. It must be in the mail. Did you, you got your pasta pass, right? No. What? What's a pasta pass? Well, anyways, I have assurance that next month, Mr. Darden will be appearing on the show to welcome us to the Olive Garden family and to answer our questions. And Nathan, I feel like all of the things that you're bringing up right now would be really great to ask him directly. Uh, but in the meantime, I'll email our handler and figure out what's going on, because I would imagine that you have a basket coming to you. Yeah, well, I'm going to sit by the holiday hotline now, and I'm going to wait for those breadsticks, because I like breadsticks. All right, Nathan, let's move on to the news. We can't uh, we can't keep talking about these breadsticks all day, right? Yeah, we, we got stuff to do. We got stuff to do, buddy. All right, so lay it on me with the news. <laughs> The News, brought to you by Nathan. No, brought to you by Olive Garden. Actually, presented by Olive Garden. But said by Nathan. Sure, that's fine. Said by Nathan, presented by Olive Garden. Very good. I'm okay with that. Oh, that's our first story. Well, our first story comes from UPI.com. UPI? United Press International? Look, I'm not going to get into the intricacies of these algorithmic... uh, ulterior motive uh, letter naming things uh, it's it says upi upi mm-hmm. i don't i don't know what it means I just told you it's united press international yeah whatever i'm sure at united press international headquarters they call themselves upi from time to time i would think that they call themselves upi but okay whatever which actually sounds like a venereal disease so i'm pretty sure <laughs> they call themselves united press international but <laughs> from this website yes a 2.6 pound quahog clam that made a rare visit to the Florida coast is believed by researchers to be 214 years old, Paul. This is your opening story? This is, this is my opening story. It's one of the most exciting stories I've read to date. 
Boy, we are in for a doozy of an episode today, aren't we? Blaine Parker said he was collecting shellfish to make chowder at Alligator Point on St. James Island in Franklin County when he found the gigantic quahog clam, an Atlantic species found most often uh, in North Carolina. We were just going to eat it. We thought about it a while and figured it was probably pretty special, so we didn't want to kill it, Parker told the Tallahassee Democrat. Parker took the clam to the Gulf Specimen Marine Lab in Panachia, where researchers confirmed it was much larger than the average quahog clam, which typically weigh up to about a half a pound and measure up to 4.3 inches in length. Parker's clam was measured at six inches long. That's a big clam. Researchers said the alternating bands of light on the clam's shell indicate it was born in 1809. Wow. The same year Abraham Lincoln was born. Parker dubbed his first Aberclam Lincoln. <laughs> Lab officials said Lincoln is believed to be the fourth oldest clam on record. The oldest, a quahog named Ming, was discovered off the coast of Iceland in 2007 and was determined to be 507 years old. That's an old clam. Wow. Yeah. Cool. I thought you'd, you'd like to know something that you don't know about clams, Paul. Mm-hmm. I figured the world should know about clams, so I said something about clams. You sure did, buddy. Yeah. You sure did. Honestly, I have an ulterior motive for the entire show. I am planning to segue and to link every single story with each other, and I will, I will, I'll let you know how I feel uh, they're linking up to, to each other. Well, that's, uh, that's great, Nathan. Listen, uh, next time, you know, and I'm not trying to like influence your news reporting here, but maybe next time find a story that has a sea creature that is actually on the Olive Garden menu. I think that might, that might be a bit better, you know, for the synergy that we're trying to go for here. Like for instance, if there was something about shrimp, you know, that would tie in really nicely with the, uh, twenty one ninety nine trip Alfredo that you can buy at the Olive Garden right now. Yeah. Well, my next story ties right into that. There's a sea creature that is surely on the Olive Garden's menu. Okay. From the insider.com. The holy anointing oil used at the coronation of King Charles III will be animal cruelty free, the BBC reports. Thank God. The sacred chrism oil has previously contained oil from the glands of small mammals, what? Such as uh, civets and ambergris, a waxy substance from the intestines of sperm whales. Can't be a king without sperm whale juice sprayed all over you. But I guess he can. I guess they're I guess they're going vegan now. Any king would want that. I know if I was king, I'd want that. Okay. However, in keeping with changing values and King Charles's track record of environmental work, the new oil formula is animal free, per the per the BBC. BBC also reports the new oil, predominantly olive oil, will contain a mixture of rose, jasmine, a cinnamon, orange blossom, and sesame. I like how they're just spraying him with salad dressing, it seems like. <laughs> Pretty much. The olives used for the royal oil are harvested from the burial site of the king's grandmother, Princess Alice, who rests at the Mount of Olives Monastery of Mary Magdalene in Jerusalem. The oil for the coronation, set to take place on May the 6th, was made sacred in Jerusalem's Church of the Holy Sepulchre, where Jesus was crucified and buried. You know, let me know when there's a fat-free version of this coronation (laughs) juice. I feel like there's a little too many calories going on there for my liking. (laughs) From NewsNationNow.com. From who? NewsNationNow.com. NNW. 
No. N-N-N. Triple N. That's what it is. Calling it Triple N. Okay. Fast food restaurant Chick-fil-A confirmed on Thursday that someone successfully launched an automated attack against the company's website and app over the course of more than two months, stealing customers' sensitive information. The disclosure came in a security notice filed on the California Attorney General's website. The attack using logins obtained from a third party to access member reward site Chick-fil-A 1 was carried out between December 18th, 2002 and February 12th, 2023, the chain said. The stolen information may have included your name, email address, Chick-fil-A 1 membership number, and mobile pay number, QR code, masked credit debit card number, and the amount of Chick-fil-A credit on your account, if any. In addition, that's a lot, by the way. A lot of info about someone. In addition, if saved to your account, the information may have included the month and day of your birthday, phone number, and address. My God. <laughs> Imagine your ultimate undoing being chicken. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Chick-fil-A said in the filing, adding, importantly, unauthorized parties would only have been able to view the last four digits of your payment card number. Is that the only digits that are revealed well, in a credit card number? I feel like because everything else is exposed, including what seems like usernames, passwords, yeah. birth dates, probably maiden names that, you know, <laughs> someone on the dark web wanted to put all this together. I'm sure they could uh, at least log into your account. True. Chick-fil-A said that only 2% of all users were affected. So I don't know how many people go to Chick-fil-A, but that's quite a bit of people. I just love the fact that, I mean, it's it's something you'd never consider, right? Which is... You give your information to like a restaurant uh, for their points program, and you wouldn't think that that might ultimately be your downfall. But here we go. Yeah. It's fascinating. I, I don't know why I find it very funny, but I do. I don't, I mean, no, I find it funny. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm with, you know, I, I signed up for Duncan Rewards. Like if I, if I go down because of a Duncan Rewards hack, so be it. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Affleck, poor. Because of Duncan. <laughs> All right, Nathan, before we continue, let's hear a word from our friends at Olive Garden. At Olive Garden, nobody loves Alfredo quite like we do. We make it from scratch using simple ingredients like garlic, butter, cream, and fresh Parmesan. So you can enjoy it poured, twirled, or dipped. From that irresistible first taste, to the final creamy bite. With our one-of-a-kind Alfredo, the possibilities are endless. Olive Garden, we're all family here. And we're back. Boy, that made me hungry. I don't know about you. Could I just go to the Olive Garden and just have salad and breadsticks and that's it? I, th I think you have to order something to get the never-ending breadsticks and salad. What if I just ordered a water? I mean, these are all great questions and I think uh, next month when Mr. Darden shows up, you should ask him. I'll do that. I don't know the technicality of it. I just take their paycheck. I, I, you know. Be really tough connecting this one with the next one, but I'm going to think about it. From TampaBay.com, a man who worked as a manager at a Buffalo Wild Wings in Largo has been arrested on a charge that he stole nearly $75,000 from the store, according to an arrest affidavit filed by Largo police. Wait, so was it $75,000 worth of chicken wings or just $75,000 in cash? I'd like to think it's just cash, but if it was chicken wings, then dude could probably eat forever. 
Right. And of course, I asked you the wrong question because why would you have read this ahead of time? Never mind my, my mistake. Keep reading. We'll find out, I'm sure. I, I don't know why you even ask me questions about these stories. I have no clue as, as I'm as clueless, if not more clueless to each and every one of these stories as you. Got it. It's, it's you know, the gravita, the magical air of, of me, me speaking is, is, is totally because I just don't know anything. Got it. Greg Gibson, 42, was arrested on a grand theft charge Monday. He was being held at the Pinellas County Jail Tuesday in lieu of $10,000 bail. The arrest affidavit states that Gibson had worked as the general manager for the restaurant since August of 2021, when another store manager was transferred to the restaurant in July of 2022 to help. That manager um, almost immediately noticed that that uh, change order payments that were ordered from Gibson and delivered by Brinks were not recorded and that safe counts were off, the arrest affidavit states. The company began reviewing the safe counts and found about 32 times in which change order payments from the bank were not recorded and the money missing from ending safe count. The total amount of money missing was $75,000 and the location of the crime listed on the affidavit is 10500 All Merton Road, which is the address of a Buffalo Wild Wings restaurant. In case you want to go there and try your luck. I'm not sure who has worse security. Chick-fil-A's online service or <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings, where for like 32 pay periods or whatever, someone was able to just not cash money that had been made from sales. Look, it's, it's a harsh world now. It's getting harsher and everyone is just trying to survive. Wow, you're trying to defend this. No, I'm not trying to defend This guy went above and beyond. You know, he could have just kept working or gotten a better job if he wanted more money. Right. So I'm just saying, um, when people get a little down and things get a little difficult, people do stupid things. And that's what this is. And survival. Survival of the fittest. Nathan defending the Buffalo Wild Wing thief. not Got it. defending yeah. him. I'm defending the sign of the times. That's what I'm defending. Very good. Moving on. All right. So I, you know what? There's going to be a break in my segue. There is absolutely no relation between the previous story and this one. I'm sorry, Nathan. You can't just do that. You've created this monster and now you have to see the monster through. I don't know. Whatever. Okay. I'm not the one doing the segues. You got to figure it out. There is a segue here. Fine. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what the segue is. Got it. Okay. All right. I'm, 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 I'm going to tell you the story first, and then I'll, then I'll tell you the segue. No, you can't do that. You have to segue into the story. Okay, fine. All right, look. It's not a negotiation. <laughs> Previous dude stole $75,000, right? Yes. So this guy, this guy, what this guy is, the previous guy probably was. That's why he needed $75,000, because we're going to talk about a Thai drug lord now, and the previous guy probably stole $75,000 for drugs. So that's the segue here. So your logic is that the reason why the man in the previous story was stealing money and lots of it was that he was working his way up to becoming a crime lord. That's exactly it. Like there's there's probably stuff we don't know about that previous guy. Probably doing it for drugs. He was like a like a proto Tony Montana, you know, like when, yeah, when yeah, Tony was much. working in that uh, little Cuban restaurant. Exactly. Washing dishes. Yeah, that's yep. what that guy was at the Buffalo Wild yep. Wing. But we all know how Tony's story ends, so. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, doesn't end that great for him either. So from, from the NewYorkPost.com or the NyPost, as I like to say, a Thai drug lord has been busted despite getting plastic surgery while on the run to look like a handsome Korean man, according to cops. Got it. Saharit Sawangajang, 
Sawangajang. No, Nathan, you can't say stuff like that. I, it's his name, Saharat Sawangajang. Nope. Sawan, Sawangjang. Nope, Sawangjang. I can't That's even it. begin to tell you the lines that you've crossed now. I'm not crossing any lines. It's as, it's as innocent as saying Paul or Nathan. It's just the name that it was given to this gentleman who now looks like a handsome Korean man by his parents. Sawangjang. Sawangjang. Saharat Sawangjang, 25, okay, was busted on a Thursday after more than three months on the run while pretending to be a South Korean national named Jimin Seong. <laughs> Jimin Seong. Cops told the Bangkok Post. Bangkok. <laughs> Why is that funny? I don't understand what's going on here. It's always, always going to be funny. Mugshots. Bangkok. Sorry. Mugshots showing. <laughs> what, do you, what is happening here? Just it's the silliest. silliest. I, by the way, I don't even care about this story. I just want to know how you transition from this one to the next one. What the connecting thread is. It's drug money. This is what this is. Drug I know. Money. Okay, well, whatever. He changed his fucking appearance and they caught him. I don't care about this one, but I just want to know how you're going to transition to the next story. What is the connecting thread from this one to the next one? That's all I care about. Uh, we get it. They caught him. You know, whatever. Moving on. Okay. Oh, okay. Now I have, I, I have a good segue. Hold on. I love how he didn't even, he didn't even pre-plan this. Previous guy was just a handsome Korean man from Thailand, whatever. No, he wasn't. He was posing as a handsome Korean man. Okay, he was posing. Okay, well, this next story from Oopy.com, I don't care what that really means. I'm just saying Oopy because I want to. I have to say say the first line first before I can divulge any type of segue that I'm feeling. A Chinese company is selling a remote kissing device designed to allow long-distance lovers to share their smooches via a cell phone app. Okay, now the connection between the two you're walking, you're walking a tightrope, my friend. There's a connection here. Look, you're walking a tightrope. If you're going where I think you're going, you, you got to be careful. We can't do, you, we can't do these sort of no, no, no. generalizations Look, anymore in 2023. This is, exactly, this is the segue. Okay. The guys from Thailand, he wanted to look like a man from Korea. That's a, that's, there's a distance between Thailand and Korea. Okay. There's a distance. This device is meant to handle things like kissing at a distance. So that's a segue. There's always a segue. Paul, I can find a segue in anything. You just, you just line up two points. I'll make, I mean, it, I'll make you didn't connection. go where we all thought you were going to go, but let's be honest. <laughs> that on. was still a pretty bad landing. Where do you think I was going to go? We all know. Listen, we all know. We all know where you were going to go, Mr. I wasn't go anywhere. Mr. I say inappropriate things all the time. Well, Paul, and you wonder if, why the Olive Garden doesn't send you <laughs> never ending breadsticks for free. Is this why? Because I like those breadsticks. <laughs> Listen, Paul, mm-hmm. the remote kiss device should be the remote kissing device, not the remote kiss device. Definitely, definitely that English there is not appropriate. Anyways, created by the Shangju. Shangju? Well, there's the connecting thread right there. You, okay. you once again butchering <laughs> other people's names and languages. Whatever. I don't know how to say anything in English or other languages, it, it seems. <laughs> Very true. Very fair. Yes, that's true. I'll agree with you on that. <laughs> We're going to talk about the Shangju. I'm not going to lie. I don't care about this. You started out, you know, you started out well. You had some funny animal stories, which I know is your bread and butter. Uh, You know, since the break, it's been a little hit or miss. Here's what I need from you before we continue with this story. Because like, wow, an app that lets people not kiss, you know, that's great. What what could possibly be your next story? (laughs) I need to know. I need to know where we're going with this. I, there's some quality control that needs to be done here. There's a very fluid transition between the previous story 
mm-hmm. and this one. Okay. Honestly, the best transition for this episode. So okay? let's pretend you did the last story. Okay. All it's right. a kissing app. Got it. Yes. Okay. And now we're arriving to the ultimate transition here. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. So again, from Nye Times. Okay. <clears throat> Not again, because it was the Nye Post before, and then it was Oopy before that. The first paragraph will make all the sense that you want to make sense of. Okay. Okay. An amusement park in Germany shut down a new attraction this week after complaints that it resembled a pair of giant spinning plasticas. What did you say? It resembled a pair of giant spinning swastikas that lifted riders into the sky (laughs) over the black forest town of Lothian. Say it again, say it again, say it again. The amusement park in Germany shut down a new attraction this week after complaints that resembled a pair of giant spinning swastikas lifted riders into the sky. Swastikas. They're swastikas, not swastikas. It's not a high-end, it's not a high-end piece of clothing. Swastikas. What is wrong with you? How have you gone 40 years through your life and never known that they're called swastikas? Swastikas. Swastikas. <laughs> Look, swa, swa, w-s, no, sorry, s-w-a, swa. Sti, S-T-I, swastikas, K-A-S, swastikas, M-A, ma, and then shabble. Oh my God. I mean, I don't mean to laugh so much at the swastikas. It's, you know, it's the international symbol of hate, but. Uh, swastikas. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I mean, I, I, I don't know. I should say how much is wrong with you. Maybe I should be posing that as, <laughs> as a volume question, not as a. Uh, all right. Well, the next one is from DailyMail.com. Furious Tennessee residents have been blanketed by black whiskey fungus after Jack Daniels failed to stop emissions from leaking uh, from its barrel houses. Now, wait, Nathan, are, are you saying that the connective tissue here is that everyone in Tennessee is a swastika lover? No. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. Look. Uh, well, because I'm I fail to see what the connective tissue here is, other than you generalizing the South as racist. This this is the connecting uh segue. This is the connecting piece between the two. Uh-huh. So uh Germany back in World War II uh, and the swastikas and the tanks and the bombs and all the stuff, they're all about hate, right? I'm glad we shut the, the those people down. Great, awesome. So Everyone's pissed here in Tennessee. There's more anger, more hate. So that's the connecting tissue there. Just everyone's angry. So, so you're likening the Second World War. Really, you're likening the rise of Nazism and the extermination of millions of people to Jack Daniels having fungus in its distillery. Yeah. It's, it's, it's clear as day, Paul. Clear as day to understand that connection. I, I understand it. We've hit a new low. The mold is fueled by ethanol vapor releasing into the air. Didn't didn't the Nazis didn't they put like chemical <laughs> no, warfare no, into the air it, or something? Don't, no, I'm just uh, I'm, look. I'm just no, I'm trying Nathan, to no, I'm trying you, to find parallels oh, here. It's bad. Oh. Okay. Well, mold and stuff and things oh. in the air. You never know. Things are bad for you. Just you know, I just get the story out of the way so we All can right. wrap up the show. This has been wow, wow. DailyMail.com visited the scene to find the fungus has wreaked havoc on the small town of Lynchburg, which is under the shadow of the booze giant's iconic distillery. That's pretty much it. (laughs) That's pretty much it. 
Oh, it started out well. Boy, did it not end well. I, you know what would be great if I had like an infection story next? It'd be perfect. No, the infection is what we all got from listening to this episode. <laughs> Look, every story has a connection. Okay, it's it. it well, and that's it's debatable. Thank you, Nathan. I think. Well, you know, maybe no. Thank you, Nathan. Should be uh, <laughs> the real ending here. I do my job well. Thank you, audience. Thank you for staying. Thank you for not tuning out in disgust. Somewhere between swastikas and uh, <laughs> Nathan comparing the atrocities of the Second World War to black fungus. Uh, I, I too am disgusted and ashamed of being a part of this show, and I can only hope that the that the good folks at Olive Garden do not listen to this episode. I may not submit this to them just so that they don't see, don't hear, rather, what happened. Does this mean I'm not getting my, my bread? It's safe to say you're not getting any bread. Yeah. And this might be why, by the way. You know, you were wondering before. Yeah, well, bread is like... Isn't bread like a human right? Bread sticks. Bread, isn't bread sticks a human right? No, I don't think they are. You still have to... I think you have to buy something. Whatever. Uh, I forgot how to end the show. Oh, yes. If you, for some reason, are like, God, listen to this wreck of a podcast. Give it to your friends. We're on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Stitcher, and a bunch of others. Search the rewind. I'm sure you'll find us. You can also find us on what's left of Twitter at I love the rewind. And you can also find us on Mastodon. Hold on. This one's kind of complicated. It's the rewind at Mastodon.social. That's how you find us on there. And uh, of course, you can uh, message us stories or whatever. And uh, we always appreciate any and all feedback from you good folk. And of course, we wouldn't be here without our good friends at Olive Garden. We're all family here, except maybe Nathan, who might actually be no. disowned no, no, after no, this no. episode. I'm family. I'm always family. You can't disown family. Nathan, I don't know. You took the wind out of the sails, buddy. I put wind in the sails, and I made this I made this, this beauty fly. Okay. Very good. Well, uh, we'll see you all next month. Thank you for listening. Or will we? <laughs> <laughs>